0: Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash forever thirty-five today to get ten percent off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p dot slash forever thirty-five. Well, hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm
1: Kate Spencer. And I'm Doris Shafrir. And we're not experts. No, we're not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums.
0: And if you like to talk about serums, you can read more about the serums we mentioned on our show on our website at forever35podcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at forever35pod and on Instagram at forever35podcast. And you can uh, join the Forever 35 Facebook group where the password is serums.
1: And there's also Forever 35 subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash forever35. And if you'd like to reach us, we have a voice loan number and a text number. I mean, you can text us or leave us a voicemail, the same number, 781-591-0390. Our email is forever 35 podcast at gmail.com. You can also email us a voice memo. Yeah. It's always fun.
0: And hey, if you enjoy this podcast, we deeply appreciate a positive review on Apple Podcasts. We do. We deeply appreciate it. Deeply. Okay. So Dory, how is it going over there in COVID caregiver Territory,
1: Kate. I would say, uh, not great. <laughs> I mean, fine. It's going fine. Like, uh, you know, my my son is uh, he's he's fed at regular intervals. He's Good. napping. Perfect. He's having his diaper changed. We're spending a lot of time together, mm-hmm. my son and I, uh-huh. a lot, a lot of time. <laughs> You're Really getting to know um, each other. Really getting to know each other. I mean, he is at a very sweet age, I will say. Even, like, everything he does is very cute. Even starting to say no, which I texted you a video of today. Oh, he yeah. He does this kind of, like, funny grunt and, like, big head shake. He's like... <laughs> It's a real uh dare I say, a real <gasps> vibe,
0: a real mood. He really kind of like twists his head to tell you like, no, he does not want to do it's, what you asked It's him to very,
1: do. yeah, it's very emphatic and very sweet. I mean, I'm sure it'll become super annoying really quickly, but like right now I'm just like, okay, he's real cute. But I am drowning, to be perfectly honest.
0: You have tested negative and Henry have tested negative. So that is one bit of positive news.
1: Yes. Yes, I just realized that we did not have that information the last time we recorded. So, yes, we have both tested negative, but you know, it's still pretty early, like it's still possible we could develop symptoms. It's obviously like a a better scenario that we tested negative initially than positive. Um, It also means like neither of us gave it to Matt, which is Mm -hmm. just kind of, I don't know, good information to have. Um, But yeah, I mean, we're definitely like not out of the woods yet, in terms of like transmissibility. So Matt is still quarantining in the bedroom. I'm sleeping in the playroom. We have you know, we had we had made the playroom a guest room because we thought, oh, this will be great for like when our parents come visit. And then, <laughs> then COVID hit, and like no one has come visit. But it's a great second, you know, second bedroom for me to sleep in. <laughs> um, Henry thinks it's very fun that suddenly there's a bed in his playroom. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I think I w- I will probably I will retest if I develop symptoms and I think I'm probably going to retest Monday. Um we're recording this on Friday. I will probably retest Monday just for peace of mind and then maybe retest one more time. Um so far knock on wood, like I think in the grand scheme of COVID, Matt does have a, it. Seems like he has a mild case. Um it's still not great, not fun, but yeah. it seems mild. And, you know, maybe that is also helping keep us negative that he's not just like dripping with COVID. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know how these things work. But, um, yeah. So there's that.
0: But and you then- are drowning in overwhelm with all the things you have going on.
1: Yeah. I just I have I have I have like an obscene amount of work. In addition, like podcast, book, this other thing that I agreed to do. Um just like oh my god. <laughs> like I just there's not I don't have time. Like m- Henry is not Uh, he needs to be supervised. And when he's napping, I like eat. And then today I was like, okay, I could either force myself to work or because I woke up at four 30 in the morning in a panic about whether I was going to get COVID. Mm, I I could take a nap so I can survive the rest of the day. So I took a nap because- there was just no way. And then at like three, I was like, oh, this might be when I start drinking caffeine again. Whoa. Okay. Oh, But boy. then by the time I kind of like, well, I was, and then I was like, well, I shouldn't have like a coffee this late. I shouldn't like jump right in at, with a 3 p.m. coffee. <laughs> that just seems like a bad idea. So maybe I'll get my like my old standby. Um, Iced green tea from Starbucks. And I went, I drove by the drive-thru near my house, and there was like a huge line, and I was like, okay, forget it. And then it was like starting to get kind of late, and I was like, "Mm, okay, not today. But I was like, oh, this could be a solution to some of my problems.
0: Wow, you came close.
1: I'm I think I have to do it. Like I think this I, I think there was this scenario. Requires caffeine. I mean, I'm with Henry from the moment he wakes up until the moment he goes to bed. And I'm trying to like wrap up my book edits and write this other thing and, you know, make sure Matt is doing okay and like do the dishes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I 100% support you doing whatever you need to do to get through this time. So if it's caffeine, and you start drinking caffeine again. Great. Like Whatever you, you need. Seriously. Yeah. There's no, that's not, it's not the time to be to like, uh, set up obstacles for yourself, I guess. No,
1: totally. Totally. It. it was just funny how I was like, Oh, <laughs> caffeine. <laughs> 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 This is why I used to drink coffee.
0: Yeah. For like
1: exactly this reason.
0: For medicinal reasons to get through the fucking day.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, I wish I wish like this is a very as a friend of yours, it's very frustrating because I can't come over and help you. Like it's so crazy the circumstance of COVID because it prevent it kind of prevents people from being able to step in. Like I can't, you can't just like drop Henry off at my house. You know, I know. what I mean? Like, it's I just know. so, it, it ugh. anyway, we've, Although some maybe, have just, checked maybe I'll in.
1: just, maybe I'll just drop him off at your house.
0: My kids would <laughs> <Like> be thrilled.
1: <laughs> like peel away. <laughs> <laughs> What's this toddler doing in our yard?
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, all my daughters want like- to do is babysit. So it'd be a great match.
1: And then he'd say,
0: some very sweet listeners have like DM would me on Instagram being like, is, does Dory need anything? If you're going to set up a meal train, you know, dot, 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 dot. (laughs) Like the very, very people are very kind and are looking out for you and are coming. They're like practicing really great, um, like, caregiver practices by, like, coming to me instead of going to you, which I, that's, like,
1: yeah, that's really fantastic nice.
0: work. But you are okay. You do not need a meal train. I checked in today about meals.
1: No, I don't think I need a meal train. But I also, I'm just, I'm so just, like, I don't, I'm, like, I don't know what I need. A couple, my, my brother and sister sent us some groceries this morning. Oh, good. with like. Some like a lot of like fun snack food, but then a lot of like stuff for Henry. And I was like, this is amazing. Including this like microwave in a bag, vegetable pasta. Ooh, that sounds good. That he loved. He was like, this is amazing. Um, But like, they didn't ask me what I needed. They just Mm -hmm. texted me and they were like, something's coming tomorrow for you between nine and 11. This is your brother and sister? Yeah.
0: oh and I was like, man. oh my
1: God, thank you. Like that, that so is just, fine. that is just like the nicest, sweetest thing. Because a lot of people have been like, let me know how I can help. And I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know I need help, but I don't know. Uh, you, you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I said to you today over text is like kind of the truth, which is like, I really just need like Mary Poppins.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately, that's that's like, it can't happen.
1: Right. Unless Mary Poppins already had COVID, in which case, come on over Mary Poppins. Or was
0: vaccinated.
1: Or was vaccinated. I mean, she has to be over 75.
0: Well, that's true if we're thinking about the original Mary Poppins. But if you're thinking about the Emily Blunt Mary Poppins, then no.
1: No, she's not over 75. It's true. Yeah. You got to play the Julie Um, Andrews card. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, I don't know. It's all a lot. I just, uh, I just, I just keep, you know, telling myself this will, this will end, this will end. And even though I'm not planning on going anywhere, I keep fantasizing about like a Dory's hotel situation at the end of this.
0: Oh yeah, totally. I mean, me too, but I'm not dealing with the stress that you've got going on, but uh, of course that that's a, a fantastic fantasy to have right now.
1: And I'm just like, okay, that that that'll be really nice. Even though it's not happening. <laughs> anyway, Kate, let's talk about you because you have had some uh, important self-discovery happen. Oh,
0: I'm having so many breakthroughs over here. Well, an exciting thing happened to me when I went to therapy this well, I went to you know, online therapy, which is my therapist kind of helped me figure out that I might be Depressed. Hmm. I mean, not that I might be. I am depressed and I don't normally deal with depression. So I was kind of like couldn't figure out what was going on. I told Anthony the other night, I was like, I just feel so weird. I can't do anything. Like, I just am I feel very we like I just was feeling very weird. I think I mentioned on this podcast how I like hadn't watched Bridgerton and my therapist was like so what's going on? And I was like, I can't watch anything. And like Bridgerton is made for me and I don't want to watch it. And she, like mm-hmm. nothing gives me pleasure. And she was like, oh, that has a, a name. Have you heard of Annadonia?
1: Um, No, I have not. But like not taking pleasure in the things that you normally love is like one of the major signs of depression.
0: Well, I had no idea. I just thought I couldn't do any- it. I, I just thought there was something wrong with me. Hmm. Turns out there's not. I'm just depressed. So that was a nice like it was nice to actually have a word for it. And it kind of just clicked in my head like, Oh, yeah, that is exactly what I'm feeling right now. And I was in a real, you know, just kind of I can't focus on any work. And it's just been uh, I just feel like I can't do anything. I don't know how to really explain it. But anyway, it felt good to kind of be able to talk about it and figure it out. And I set up an appointment with my psychiatrist to talk about upping my Prozac during Mm -hmm. this time, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I think lots of people are dealing with depression and many other feelings right now. Um, So if that's something like that is at all something you're going through, I see you. I honor you. But I did, after I had this therapy appointment, I felt very like, It made me feel good. I just felt like kind of clear-headed and I I made a checklist and I kind of went through and got some things done. And one of the things I finally did after putting it off for about two years was call this specific ADD psychologist to go and get this ADD testing done. Mm. And... I'm not going to do it right away. They do it in person and like take a bunch of safety precautions, but that I still can't, I'm not right there yet, but and it's also very far and I don't have childcare and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But on the topic of coffee, Dory, the doctor that I spoke with is like the, uh, you know, the one thing that we asked before you take the test is that you refrain from caffeine for three days beforehand. Whoa. And I don't, and I was, I, I I I literally was like, I don't... Well, then I might not come. Like, I can't... Uh, coffee is is like my most treasured ritual right now. And I don't think... I can't make it without caffeine for three days. I'm going to have like massive... Ha-. So that, that... Then I was like, Oh my God, I'm so addicted to caffeine. What am I going to do? But anyway, yeah. If anyone has done this, can you help me get figure it out? I don't want to not have caffeine for three days. Ooh. I realize it's not like a very big sacrifice, but if you're addicted to coffee, you get it. You get it. Yeah. But I do. I think I do need to also get to the bottom of my potential attention deficit disorder. So, I guess I got to do it,
2: Dory.
1: You got to do it. But I,
0: I made a bunch of doctor's appointments, so that all felt it all felt good. But yeah, that's that's it. I'm I'm depressed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. That's okay. It's not your fault. It's no one's fault except maybe the pandemic and uh the insurrection's fault. Yeah. Those well, two
1: you know, I'm I'm proud of you for recognizing and dealing with it so quickly. I feel like every time I've been really depressed, it's like taken me so long to actually do something about it because i 've been so depressed i haven 't wanted to do anything mm. about it
0: well i don't i don 't know if I would have if someone hadn't been like held a mirror up and been like, "Hey, this is depression because mm-hmm. it, it did not it did not dawn on me i i, I just I, I it just didn't dawn on me and i and and i 'm someone who talks so much about mental health that I was kind of like why didn 't I figure this out but I think that mm-hmm. just goes to show like it is hard to know when you're in the thick of something like that. Totally, so, and I, I, and it's not solved. I'm still depressed, but I I feel better knowing that I have some like um, like I did a lot of talking through CBT practices with my therapist, and I'm made my appointment with my, my psychiatrist. So those felt like at least I was I'm I'm hopefully going to work on helping myself. But thank you for saying that. Good. I appreciate that.
1: I'm glad to hear that. Well, should we take a little break?
0: Hey yeah, but do you want to just note that today is the presidential inauguration?
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. I do want to note that actually. I do very much want to note that. Noted. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> um no, I'm really this this is like really exciting and you know this this at least is giving me some hope that we can turn a corner and start trying to dig ourselves out of this horrible nightmare that we are in right now and like the exciting thing of having a black female vice president is so cool
0: it's the it's i'm so excited my my youngest daughter has to do a hero project at school and she picked kamala harris Oh, so I know. I'm so pumped. So I was like, we're going to, we'll send her pictures of your project. I'm getting all, I'm getting way too into it, but I'm excited to watch, watch everything with my kids. And I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for something. I don't know what I'm hopeful for, but I'm slightly hopeful.
1: Me too. I'm slightly hopeful. Well, hmm. All right,
0: let's take a break. And you know what? I I did want to. I do want to say also. When we come back, we're talking to Annie Kriebalm and Nick Axelrod Welk, who co-hosts the podcast Eyewitness Beauty. But it was that we did the interview the day you found out Matt had COVID. So you are not. It's just it's just me on the interview.
1: It is. I was suddenly like, I have a child to take care of. (laughs) At that time there's no way that this can happen. So no. um, yeah. And Kate was, I was so grateful that you were just like, oh, I'll do please. it. No problem.
0: You know what? They made it Saved. easy. They were they're They were a treat to talk to. And you know what? They have product recommendations and thoughts on dupes. They are two like beauty business insiders, which is what their podcast is about. They're, Annie worked at Glossier. Nick co-founded Into the Gloss. I mean, like they're the experts that we need in our lives. So they were really yeah, fun to talk to. I was, to.
1: I was, I was bummed to miss it, but I knew that we were in good hands.
0: Yeah, they, they, they held me. They held me, Dory.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, we'll be our right Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. dot com slash forever thirty five to get free shipping and three hundred and sixty five day returns. Quince.com slash forever thirty-five. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass, but this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now they dissect issues women face in the U.S., and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would
1: argue, especially if you didn't. Yes.
0: Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss, or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe Capture Your Vision Through Photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com Slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35.
1: Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, it, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into hey, it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? No, no, I was <laughs> just going to say, like, I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back.
0: You see also how it like, could be.
1: Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, oh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honeylove.
0: Our guests today are Annie Kriegbaum and Nick Axelrod-Welk. Annie, Nick, I love a, I love a duo on the podcast. Welcome.
3: Thank We're you so excited to be us. here.
0: So let me, let me give a little, a little highlight with your bio. Annie is a beauty journalist turned exec and former brand lead for Glossier. And Nick is a former reporter for L and WWD, which is Women's Wear Daily, Correct.
3: Yes, it is. Yes. When there were these things called newspapers that we used to read and would get those. delivered every day, it was the fashion newspaper.
0: Like the most, one of the most iconic fashion newspapers, I would say. And you are also the co founder of the personal brand, excuse me, personal care brand, Necessaire. I hope I said that right. It's been a while yes. since I've taken French. And you co founded <laughs> the iconic beauty site Into the Gloss. And together they co host Eyewitness Beauty, which is a beauty and pop culture podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. You guys focus on the business side of beauty. And I'm curious with this question, I'm not even, I'm wondering if it's even possible for there to be trends in beauty in 2021 when, when the beauty, it feels like the beauty world has kind of just been uprooted or, or changed by this pandemic, but what are some trends that you are, are seeing that you're seeing and that you like for yourself?
2: Well, on the, like, kind of inside baseball side, but I'm sure it's not news to anyone, like, you described yourself as, like, more of, like, a novice, like, outsider. Novice. Um, which I think you're much more of an expert than you give yourself credit for, but, oh. um, <laughs> um, but for, since the, the, since I started tracking this stuff, color cosmetics, which makeup products, you know, uh, I don't need to explain to anybody listening what that means, um, has been, like, the category that's been consistently the number one revenue driver for any like big beauty brand um just for the industry in general it's like been like the biggest chunk of the pie and wait, just
0: wait. i don't know what color cosmetics is
3: so that's basically when you walk into a sephora and you're you're like the first thing you see is makeup so the okay. skincare is in the back of the store and the yeah. fragrances at the back of the wall mm-hmm. like that's yeah. all intentional so there's that's, like- that's in in order of sales
2: yeah oh, or okay. it was See? at a
3: certain See? point, yeah, I
2: am learning, okay, okay, yeah. so like the industry is is sliced up roughly into like hair care, nails, skin care, whatever. Um color cosmetics has been, like since the dawn of time, like the number one um biggest category, billions of billions of dollars. Well, just last year, skin care has taken over, which really. Coming from like Glossier and like kind of seeing that wave happen, I think it really started with K-Beauty uh, coming into the US and people, you know, on the internet were getting much more educated around like ingredients and different steps of their skincare routine. I think like that that trend has been going on for quite some time. But just last year, I think with the pandemic um, and people being at home and having to DIY more skincare and I think too, like people understanding like, actually, I don't need to see a dermatologist for every little thing. I can like solve some of these things myself. Uh, skincare has overtaken. So I think that that's going to continue for sure.
3: And the, like the, the, the entrance of all these mid to lower mid range brands in terms of price point, um, yeah. like the yeah. ordinary or the inky list or Naturium, like things that, so you could all of a sudden buy a hyaluronic acid, um, for $10 versus what happened, you know, probably mm-hmm. five years ago, which is either the hyaluronic acid is from La Mer and it's $250. Or there probably wasn't even one you could buy in the drugstore. So I think that there just exists now a category of products, so that you know, like with makeup, you could buy a ten dollars lipstick to get the same idea as a forty dollars lipstick, um, same relative color. Now with skincare, you can sort of do the same thing.
0: Okay, I have so many, I have so many questions. So I, I want to first ask you because you mentioned this like sensation of going to Sephora and everything is so deeply intentional, and I know it's the same with marketing and packaging and in thinking about like price points getting lower are is the quality of product the same is so much of beauty just like markups and exclusivity and making something sound fancy and getting it in the hands of like victoria beckham or is there a true difference in quality
3: so uh, the one anecdote i have is that one time someone told me and this completely rocked my world that la mer is made in Long Island, <laughs> and um and that sort of says it all. Like, you know, it's a cream with some like you know plankton in it or you know no seaweed, I guess. Um, and it's made in Long Island and they call it la M- creme de la mer. Um, and it's three hundred dollars. Um, you know, is that does that mean that there's three hundred dollars worth of ingredients in there? No, hundred and fifty. No, a hundred. 50 Uh, okay so so i don't know
2: for context like the markup it's a great product but so to have like a healthy cosmetics company business in general the markup on cosmetics from like the goop and the packaging is 80 percent margins so uh a two dollar what it costs you two dollars to make you'll charge ten dollars for and that's like standard across the industry right okay and you can't really knock a cosmetics company for doing that because they are so, so cheap to make and to have investors, to be able to pay the bills, to be able to, like, make this something that, like, can really support a team and, you know, whatever and, like, grow a business. That's just industry standard. So, like, I don't think it's like anybody's pulling the wool over consumers' eyes by this, like, markup, right? Um, on the – in in fashion, it's, like, sometimes 50% or less, of a markup. So that's like kind of a comparison. Um, I forgot like what other interesting thing I was about to say, but I'm sure Nick has a million. (laughs) Well, well,
3: (laughs) yeah, it's not, it's not an evil thing. The markup, I think it is. There's so many more, uh, there's so many more costs, um, testing, you know, everything we were saying, we
2: were saying what's the difference between something that's like super expensive versus something that's like a little bit more accessible. I, I do think that there's a huge difference. I mean, I think what the ordinary did is like very interesting. And I like still think that they make like, a lot of great products in general, but you can kind of see like the texture of putting on like uh, the hyaluronic serum from the ordinary that costs you $6 versus like one that um, has more ingredients in it from like I a- I don't even know if they have one. I'm just pulling this out of my ass, but like Tata Harper, like it's just, it absorbs into skin better. It doesn't leave a sticky feeling. It wears better under makeup. It like might smell nicer. These are all things that like you kind of have to consider. It's like for some people it's worth paying for, for others it's that stuff. It's not worth it. And they'd rather just buy the $7 one.
0: So. Okay, so this leads me to my next question, which is, I'm kind of obsessed with this idea of dupes, especially when it comes to well, me skincare too. and makeup. Like,
3: yeah, and candles.
0: But not all dupes are really dupes. And this is where I kind of get into this like spiral. Do you believe dupes are real? Is it possible to have a true dupe in skincare or makeup products?
3: I think it's rare. There's certain things that you, when you can charge more money for the candle, you can afford like more, a higher fragrance concentration. So you're going to get a more powerful fragrance. There's certain synthetics that are really expensive, like ambrette, um, which Mm. is a musk, um, like an, uh, animal derived, it was an animal derived musk. Now it's all, uh, made in the lab. Um, but that is like a really expensive thing to create. So that's why a lot of like, less expensive candles less expensive fragrances don't have that smell
0: this is fascinating are there any other
3: there's a there's a couple skincare dupes i'm obsessed with the glossier priming moisturizer rich oh yes i have that that is and i i believe though it's unconfirmed that that is an exact dupe of like a 500 dollar um,
2: it's not an exact.
3: Dupe. Moisture. It feels like an exact dupe of this five hundred dollar cream that I used to be obsessed with when I, I got say, it for free. When I got it for free,
0: what was the five hundred dollar cream?
3: Um, a Cisslia cream. Uh,
2: okay, okay. Which, like,
3: I just remember it smells like it. The texture's like it. Um, I could be wrong, but
2: I will say like there's more probably more dupes in the color cosmetic world, like eyeliners, uh, lip pencils, uh, pressed. Eyeshadow, because those formulas are more likely you would go to whatever, like Germany, for instance, makes the best like pencil, like eyeliner in wood that you sharpen, and they the labs there like specialize in that for whatever reason. So when uh a lot of the same brands will go out there and like the colors will be unique, but a lot of the formulas are kind of off the shelf. So it's like you know the vanilla soft serve that then you add all the toppings to. That mean, you know, as a brand, That's a great analogy. I also just kind of circling back to you mentioning
0: how skincare is now the number one, um, moneymaker in this kind of, in this world, it kind of, it, it, I feel like there's this new, this hybrid. And actually I think Glossier has, is at the the forefront of it, of kind of this mix of skincare and makeup. Like I like Superdew, for example, from Glossier or like Elia has a tinted serum. Like there is kind of this interesting mix where this, you know, like quote unquote natural non makeupy look, where the the products all kind of blend together. Is that something that you see happening? Am I imagining this? Do that no, sound totally in,
3: in the in industry speak, that's called they're called skincare makeup hybrids.
0: Oh, okay. Look at that. I look and that is,
3: and it's entirely a growing category that um sephora has also been i think super supportive of so uh, there's a lot of brands that are sitting in that you know glowy super gel you know those sort of skincare whatever they're called you know like those those skincare ingredients but with some mica or some other um you know sparkles
0: so what do you wish people like the lay lay people knew about not just the beauty industry, but they're the products that they buy.
2: Okay. So I am, I'm obsessed with Reddit. Anybody that listens to the podcast knows that I like am constantly mentioning Reddit. I think it's the most invaluable source of consumer insight in the world. If you work at a brand or, uh, want to, you know, I, I feel like investing in market research, like you could actually just go on Reddit and probably yeah. like dig around for an hour. Um, I see there's a lot of distrust in brands. I think there's a lot of people, like a lot of consumers, um, at least the Reddit community in general, I feel like they think that again, like brands are trying to pull a fast one on them. The markups are too high. Like these dupes exist. How dare this other brand charge this much? And I think that they selfishly, you know, cause I'm, I, I'm on the other side of it, but I'm also on the consumer side too. And I had been all my life. Um, it's all just like normal people trying to like make good products and like trying to keep the consumers happy because and you want them coming back, you, you know. So it does seem like there's like this weird, and I think that's probably due to a lot of the like a lot of conspiracy theories and like negativity can like happen in the influent beauty influencer space. Um, So that's something I'm noticing. What are some of both of your kind of holy grail? products in in
0: whether it's skincare or color cosmetics as you say or candles any any fun kind of overall beauty products what are your what are your faves what do you come back to
3: here's one thing that is is marketed to men that I do think is special for men and I I can't talk enough about it tom ford bronzing gel it's the tom oh. ford men's bronzing gel so he has like one in his women's uh makeup collection but the men's it doesn't have any sparkle but it gives you just like a really, really natural glow, but without shine, without, you know, shimmer, without anything like that. Um, it doesn't come off on your clothes. Um, it probably would come off on the inside of your face mask, um, but I'm obsessed with it. And a uh, one bottle, it's like $52. It lasts, you know, four months.
0: Never even,
2: I didn't even realize he made that. That's a great suggestion. Yeah,
3: that is an amazing product
2: um i have so many uh but polish choice two percent bha skin perfecting toner that's kind of like an icon in the skincare world huh yeah i mean it's so good it's like the weirdest um uh the way that it like kind of you know like tones your skin but also leaves you like really dewy and moisturized feeling afterwards it's like to use it for a while
3: or can you like can you get a can you see that benefit immediately
2: you can see that benefit specifically immediately, and then I also wow. the other immediate benefit um is like if you're if you have like acne that's healing on your face and like little scabby dead skin mm-hmm. flakes, it'll immediately like kind of eat those away so that you're smooth. ooh,
0: yeah, I, I have really a like bunch of things that need to be eaten away on my face right now, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you put that to be eaten away. <laughs>
2: Yeah. That's um, how I imagine all the little like, uh, chemical exfoliators, you know, and like enzymes.
0: Yeah. They're just like yeah. at work chomping away. Um, yeah. I know, I, I know I mentioned that when we, before we started talking, um, that we would ask about your self-care practices. And so I'd love to hear from each of you, if you kind of have something that you do, it doesn't need to be anything big, but just on a regular basis that that gives you, um, you know that is a self care practice, whatever that looks like, and then I'm also curious as a follow up question if there's something that you have done together as friends and business partners um, that contributes to your self care but
2: i'll we'll we'll hand it off individually first, so whoever has one, you're welcome to start I'll say business wise i the whole podcast was started because of covid we were i was uh you know alone in my apartment. I don't live with anyone. And all of my like work colleagues and stuff like kind of moved away. And I Nick was already had already moved to LA. Um, but we would talk pretty frequently and I was like we should do a podcast um because I want you to have to talk to me at a specific <laughs> time every week. And so that's been uh very nice to look forward to. And then I would say Actually, maybe it's because I've done, I've like been in the beauty quote unquote has been my job for so long that it's more like of a self-care moment for me not to do anything beauty related. Like if I could just go home and like use an all-in-one face wash and I like don't even do moisturizer before bed, nothing, and then brush my teeth and go to bed. Wait a second. You wash your face and then do nothing
0: and you do nothing else. I know it's bad. That's like,
3: I know. That makes That's, my skin crawl.
2: It also makes my face <laughs> feel very tight. But I, yeah. well, you have I'm to abs- have, you have to, I, I found a, oh, I don't have it off the top of my head. I think it's like Cetaphil's like pro something sensitive skin face wash. I'll send you a link after I'll have to oh my Google God, it. This is
0: amazing. Okay. But-
2: it's it leaves your skin. It's like for people with eczema, but it leaves your skin like so nice and not tight. But also milky jelly by Glossier too does it's like the same. That effect. is a very nice but. product.
0: I I do own that. Yeah.
3: In terms of self-care, I think there's like two things. And mine are more like scenarios than product driven. One is the real housewives sitting <laughs> And I have a bathrobe, um, and I love wearing a bathrobe. I do too. Like a thick plush, a thick terry cloth bathrobe. Wearing that and watching the real housewives fight, um, <laughs> is, is one of my versions of self-care. I mean, I have a very, very short attention span. I've had ADHD my whole life. Um, and my my focus and my attention is, is hard won. And the real housewives does not necessarily like, you know, receive my full attention, but that's okay. You know, it's mm-hmm. like one of those things where I don't really have to pay attention to know what's going on. And that's very soothing to me. The other thing, um, that, you know, being forced to work from home, you know, for COVID has, has allowed me to do as sort of a moment of self care. I love getting into bed, that feeling of getting into bed. Um, and sometimes like I'll like take it if I'm really feeling overwhelmed. I'll, t- I'll get into bed in the middle of the day. Like I'll keep the windows open. Like it's not like I'm li- in a dark room and just kind of like scroll on Instagram, try to like find some inspiration. Just but like t- the, this like being able like the indulgence and the luxury of like for 25 minutes like sliding under the covers and sitting in bed with your phone to me is like so relaxing.
2: I love getting <sighs> I in, wish in I my could bed. do that. I my doctor like told me I'm not allowed to do anything from my bed but sleep anymore.
3: Really? Do you I have, have like, insomnia?
2: Yeah, I've like I've had really bad insomnia and so Is that yeah. um has that been just during the pandemic and self-isolating or has it been your whole life? No, it, my whole life. And you know what's crazy? It's I thought that everybody woke up throughout the night. I didn't oh, realize yeah. like some people like go to bed and sleep 8 hours and then wake up in the morning. <laughs>
0: Wow. Have you, do you, that's definitely something I know listeners of our show deal with. Do you have things that, I mean, I think it's interesting that you're not supposed to do anything in your bed, but sleep. Do you have other practices that you've done that
2: have maybe have helped or alleviated it at all? My God, I've tried so many, I'm on, I've done so many like medications and whatever. I won't do meditation because I'm like, Nick, I have very short attention span. I did see an acupuncturist, um, that my friend, recommended. And I thought he was going to tell me like, Oh, you have to meditate and blah, blah, blah. And I was going to get so annoyed, but he recommended two hours before bed, take a freezing cold shower for three minutes. And it sucked getting into that like practice. You have to kind of build up, do 30 seconds on 30 seconds off easier in the summertime in New York, really hard right now. Um, and it makes me sleep like a rock. Holy Hmm. shit. Really? And it can't be a normal shower. He's like, you can't bathe. You have to stand there and just let it like run over your head. It resets your nervous system. It's I feel high afterwards, which is maybe another tip. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, you, you
0: know, it's crazy. We've had it, it, very recently on our show conversations about like cold plunging, cold baths, like people have, have been talking about how it's helped with PTSD and other experiences. And we've never really talked about it before. And, and no one's brought it up for insomnia, but that is like, that's such a timely mention from you because we it's been on
2: the brain. That's fascinating. The best piece of advice he gave me recently was don't get stressed if you're in bed and can't sleep. Uh-huh. He's like, you're creating this cycle for yourself. And I was like, I, you're so right. I do that. I'm like upset with myself for like, I don't know, checking my phone in the middle of the night. And I'm like, how I really, I fucked up tonight. I like did this to myself. Now I'm not gonna be able to sleep. And then I start like stressing and then I'm really not gonna be able to sleep. He's like, it's going to be okay. Like you're obviously you work fine throughout the day. It's just like, you're not going to sleep as well that night, but it's not going to affect you the next day. It's yeah. don't stress about not sleeping. And so that was another hot tip. Cool. <laughs>
0: cold sleep tips these are so great thank you i really appreciate you sharing that because i think that's something especially right now sleep is, is hard to come by sometimes um and nick it will be hard to come by for you in approximately six to eight weeks right that's yeah, when baby, no, baby I, arrives yeah baby You're becoming arrives a dad.
3: Feb, feb 24th i'm becoming a dad my husband and i started the surrogacy process um two years ago wow. and which is you know to be you know reaching the end of the process um in two years is actually pretty quick for for surrogacy. Um, we have friends who are four years in and still without a pregnancy yet. Um, so we're very lucky, but it also feels like the most intentional long way to get a baby. Um, but also because of COVID and, and our surrogate lives uh, on the East Coast and we're on the West Coast. It's also very abstract. It almost feels like we're going to pick up an Amazon package. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because we haven't been able to be in appointments. We haven't been able to see our surrogate pregnant. Um, only talking on FaceTime and, uh, you know, on text message. So it's, it's kind of like we're, we're very ready and we've made it, you know, we've, we've made it the decision very intentionally. But on the other hand, we also have no, like set, we've seen two ultrasound pictures of like a blob, you know?
0: Yeah, I can imagine that's got to be – it's, like, strange to wrap your head around in that way.
3: Yeah, I've, like, been – I've been pressing our surrogate to send us pictures of – you know how, like, in very late in your pregnancy, you can sometimes, like, see, like, a hand or a leg, like, through your belly? Oh, yes.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh,
3: I think it's probably hard to catch it on camera (laughs) because it's, like, you know, blink and you missed it. But I've been, like, just – I want to see that there – I want to sort of see or connect somehow to, like, this thing that is growing inside of her.
0: Yeah, that's really exciting. Been like,
3: it's been it's been tough. Yeah, it's exciting. It's um it's definitely been like the the light throughout this whole yeah. dark period. Um but yeah, it's uh it's it's also been fun and this is another piece I'm like a you know, consumer capital you know, capitalist consumerist pig piece of shit.
0: <laughs> I feel like I've heard you <laughs> say that on your show. Yes,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so that'll be the disclaimer, but buying all the you know, buying things is I say like I've said like you know, I I buy things online to feel something. Mm-hmm. Um, so just that little spike of whatever pleasure hormone you get when you click, you know, check out. Um, buying all the baby stuff has been very fun. So I um I've I've gotten some cardigans. I <laughs> I, uh, I had I bought some fabric from England and had it sent to Nevada um because i found a seamstress in Nevada who um lost her job due to covid and so i hired her to to take this british fabric and make it into little dresses so i've been i've been staying busy and like doing that like the baby prep stuff also as a way to kind of like connect to the process and connect to the you know reality of it
0: this has been such a treat I could That's talk to you forever. For us. This has been really fun. Um, can we get the full spectrum of where our listeners can find each of you, and also find Eyewitness Beauty and listen to it?
3: Yes, we we are on all the podcasting <laughs> platforms. Um, we're at Eyewitness Beauty on Instagram. Um, I'm at Naxelrod. Annie is at Annie. Okay, spelled out. Okay, A-Y. and. We like, we have three segments. We talk about top stories, like in the, we comb all the beauty trades to find the best, uh, top stories of the week. We have an interview, um, with a special guest who's ideally in the news. And then we do products of the week. Um, and sometimes we have a segment called arts and culture, which is usually about what we're watching on Netflix.
0: Well, uh, thank you again. Thank you both so much. Thanks for having us.
1: Ah, they were just a delight.
0: I, I, I'm very excited. Like I love. I also love like two people who start a beauty podcast in a pandemic, like pandemic podcasts. I don't know. I'm extra here for it. But they were really fun to talk to, and we also did it over Zoom, so I got to stare into their eyes, which was very magical. <laughs>
1: Do they have enchanting eyes? Yeah, they're both like
0: they're both just very enchanting. That sounds weird. They're going to listen to this and be like, "Uh oh,
1: <laughs> they bewitched you."
0: They did. I'm. I was really pleased to get to talk to them, and also I. I felt like they really helped me kind of like break down some of my, like the myths I believe about the beauty industry and skincare. It was just fun to get to talk mm. to people who have been inside of it.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, the interview is great. You did a great job. <sighs>
0: I'm so proud of myself. Thank you so much, Dory. (laughs) All right. Dory. Oh my God. Dory, I'm dying at your intention this week. Okay. So look, last week you intended on decluttering.
1: I did. And I and I did. And then and I and I was getting rid of stuff. And then it all like came to a screeching halt because I was like, oh, my husband has COVID. I don't want to give anyone stuff that's been in my house. I had done a kind of big clean out of some books actually like a day or two before we found out that Matt was positive and none of the people had picked up their books yet. And I had, everyone was like, I'm going to come by at this time or whatever. And I was like, so uh, my husband has COVID. (laughs) So, but everyone was very cool. And actually everyone was like, thank you for being so um, like upfront about it. And not just trying to, like, I mean, they didn't say this, but, like, not just trying to, like, pass off your COVID-y books. Um, wait, wait, so. But, like, books
0: can't have COVID on them.
1: No, but, like, you know, I think, I don't know. if someone If someone messaged me and was like, hey, my partner has COVID, do you want to pick your stuff up? today or do you want to wait a week i'd be like you know what i'll just wait a week totally i agree you know Thank you, so um so everything's on pause a little bit but oh i did sell something on poshmark today which i feel fine about mailing off because it'll be in the mail for three days and also like it's not like matt is gonna sneeze on it before i put it in the envelope Ew, that's so gross um but, yeah. Operation Declutter Giveaway is in full effect. Oh, that was the other thing. I'd given some stuff away for the first time in my local Buy Nothing group, and I had to be like, hey. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. And I was all excited because it was like my first post. But I'm sure people understand.
0: As I read in the LA Times here in Los Angeles, one in every three people have had COVID. This is like a doctors yeah. are. Our doctors are estimating. Yes, and that's terrifying.
1: Yeah, I mean the the official cases I think have topped a million, and then I'm sure they're you know they're estimating that there have been two million more cases or two and a half million more cases that have just not been diagnosed. So that's cool. What <laughs> is your intention this week, Dory? My intention this week is to not get COVID. Which seems out of your hands. Ultimately. It does. It does. It does indeed. I mean, it, it, it does in the sense of like, I can't, I can't turn back the clock on like the days that we didn't know that Matt was positive and he wasn't quarantining. Since we've known he's been positive, you know, we've been masked in the house. He's been quarantined in the bedroom. Uh, you know, we've been doing what we can to Mm -hmm. stay separate, but you know, still like a house that (laughs) someone with COVID is living in. So I, I don't know if I don't get it. And and I actually, I've heard from quite a few people who were like, my partner had it and I did not get it. So it's obviously something that happens or like people telling me like, a woman whose husband had it said she didn't get it. She's three kids and only her oldest kid got it. She and the other two kids did not get it. Yeah. So it just seems, it seems random. And I'm also yeah. like, you know, Matt was so careful. So he got sick from just some sort of like chance encounter and I'm in the house with him and I might not get it. That seems so weird to me too, you know? Yes, it seems crazy. Yeah. So I, I truly don't understand how this, how this all works.
0: Well, best of luck with that intention. I'm obviously rooting for you to accomplish it.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. What about you?
0: Mm, yeah. Let's see here. Okay, so last week, I wanted to figure out a journal. I yes. did not. Okay, but a lot of people have come in hot with recos, and so I'm going to kind of scroll through. A lot of people recommending this 52 lists journal, but I don't know if I want to do lists. So uh, I'm going to just peruse my options. Okay. 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 So there's that. This week, I want to cold plunge because... Talk to me about this. (laughs) Okay. Well, there's been this ongoing conversation about cold showers and cold plunging. And we've had a lot of... we'll, we'll, We'll pick it up on a mini episode soon, but we've had a lot of listeners write in about their experiences. And then when I was interviewing Annie from Eyewitness Beauty, she was talking about her insomnia and said that the thing that has helped the most per the recommendation of an acupuncturist is taking an ice cold shower for 3 minutes before bed because it resets your nervous system and it's not like you wash yourself you just stand there in the cold water so i have found this intriguing that's amazing now it's i'm a little bit of a coward when it comes to cold water
1: yes yeah, but i same. thought i could do it
0: i could do it once this week either jumping in the pool or taking a cold taking a cold shower or just trying a cold shower and if it's too much I'll um, you know I'll make it warm
1: I like this for you you
0: know this is a new one for me but
1: I gotta spice it up this
0: year you know it's 2021 I gotta get out of my comfort zone
1: yeah get out of that comfort zone so we'll see we'll see if I do (sighs) it okay well that's that's exciting (sighs) Dory, as always,
0: tis a treat and a pleasure to get to be here with you through the ups to, and downs of life.
1: Indeed. Who would have thought indeed. this is where this is where we'd be? I mean, I certainly had no idea.
0: <laughs> well, we thank you all for listening, and before we go. We are going to tell you that this show, Forever 35, is hosted and produced by Tori Shafrier and Kate Spencer. And it's produced and edited by Sammy Junio. Sam Reed is our project manager and our network partner is ACAST.
1: Bye. Bye.